This is The Prather Point. It didn't end with the slaying of the 300 at Thermopylae. It began. It didn't end with just another crucifixion at Golgotha. It began. It didn't end with the slaughter at Sand Creek. It began. It didn't end with the fall of the Alamo. It began. It didn't end at Sport Theater. It began. It didn't end at the Lorraine Hotel. It began. It didn't end at Pearl Harbor. It began. It didn't end on 9-11. It began. And here and now, you arrogant and ignorant, evil and foolish, traitors and enemies, foreign and domestic, nothing is ended. Yamamoto knew better than you. You have awakened the American giant and filled us with terrible resolve. Retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent. Targeted by the deep state, turned whistleblower, now your intelligence officer. Repurposed as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. New mission, restore our fallen republic. Objective, defeat the deep state. Means, expose fake news, tools, truth, discernment, and free will. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Really important breaking story I want to get out right away. So as you can see from my screen here, this is the uh, National Bio and Agro Defense Facility that is being put up uh, in Kansas, in Manhattan, Kansas. It is not up yet. As you can see this is off of the Science and Technology of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security uh, website. And it says that the National Bio and Agro Defense Facility will be the state-of-the-art biocontainment laboratory for the study of diseases that threaten both America's animal agriculture industry and public health. And it says, the United States currently does not have a laboratory facility with a maximum biocontainment BSL-4 space to study high-consequence zoonotic diseases affecting large livestock. The Wuhan laboratory was a BSL-4 laboratory. And so this is going to be the new laboratory out in Kansas. Uh, And it is uh, signed in January 2020. The U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Department of Homeland Security have signed an MOU, a Memorandum of Understanding, for this scientific uh, collaboration. Uh, And the uh, current laboratory is going to be uh, shut down. It's um, on a, um, it's at the Plum Island Animal Disease uh, Center. Uh, uh, And that was more secure because it's an island. This is going to be less secure. But I'm telling you about this because I really want to point out uh, the great work of patriots. uh, And in this instance, everybody who put out the September 24th uh, announcement. I have did, of course, did that, and I also want to point out the great effort uh, that Team America members, and in particular one teammate in particular who I'm not going to name, and Team America headquarters intelligence work in this uh, because this is the uh, new uh, bio threat in America where they're going to put up this <clears throat> BSL4 lab uh, for animal vac- vaccines. Uh, out in the middle of nowhere. And of course, we know what will happen uh, with that. Uh, And uh, it's saying the threat 
to determine which transboundary emerging animal diseases and zoonotic pathogens present the greatest risk to animal health, human health, and national security. And of course, this is <laughs> whatever they're saying, they're going to do the exact opposite. This is the next pandemic. Uh, they were probably going to release this on January uh, 24th, and now it has been canceled or at least postponed. And why do I say that? Well, this comes from a Sharp Team America teammate, uh, and this is from uh, Keith Jeffers, uh, who says, due to the other events taking place during the scheduled time for the training exercise on October 15th, 2022, which was originally set for September 24th, the full-scale exercise has been canceled. No volunteers will be needed. Thank you for your interest. Keith Jeffers, Emergency Manager, Jefferson County, Kansas. Sheriff Annex, EOC, 1230 Walnut, P.O. Box 248, Oskaluska, Kansas. And then it has his uh, email uh, and his office phone, in case you want to call him, 785 403 But this is a very important uh, element showing how uh, together we are making a difference. That's what uh, Team America uh, is really about is Americans working together and relying on each other and God and not on corrupt government in uh, D.C., just like we stopped relying on corrupt government in Britain. And it is certainly very corrupt. But that is clearly a win because uh, if you put the intelligence pieces together there, September 24th, it looks like they were going to release something not in, in Wuhan this time, but in Kansas. And it has been put off because a lot of patriots put that out about the uh, German legislature saying, hey, everybody will remember where they were on September 24th. I'm very well aware that some people say he misspoke. That's not my assessment. Uh, my assessment is different than that. The intelligence fits all these pieces, uh, and it just shows what we can accomplish uh, when we are working together. So uh, great job there, Team America teammate, Team America headquarters, uh, Patriots uh, everywhere. Keep up the effort. We will win this. They will lose. Tyrants always fall. Tyranny always uh, fails. Quick note also, um, if you haven't yet and you're still interested, you can go to um, patriotswitch.com slash Prather. Uh, that is a uh, American-based uh, company. It's a Christian-based company, uh, and it is uh, aligning with other patriots. If you haven't done that and you're still interested, a lot of the Team America folks and my dojo people are working on that. Uh, and just um, if you want to move ahead with that, do. If you don't, uh, don't. Uh, but it's all about people, not products. Uh, so, and also, where'd that go here? Um, geez, I just had it here. Oh, there it is. Um, so, uh, Haley, thank you so much for the beautiful painting uh, on September 13th. So, Haley Wire, she's uh, one of the uh, daughters in the Wire family, sent me that along with the great uh, Team America coffee. We ran out, we gave some away to our neighbors and we were out for a while and now we got it back. It's the best coffee ever. Uh, go to jeffreyfraser.com slash biz page. And really it is the best coffee. It's not like the Black Rifle coffee. First of all, those guys gave up on, left Kyle Rittenhouse behind. Uh, and uh, you know, then it's not good coffee anyway. This is great coffee, great patriotic uh, family. And I love their little candies they send me too, which. Uh, is good too. So uh, thanks, uh, Haley and Wire family, for that. And get some of that great uh, Team America coffee at the jeffreyprather.com um, biz page. So 
Uh, Biden intends to nominate Renee Wurgzen as um, the, uh, she's the vice president of business technology and biotechnology, Ginkgo Bioworks. And she's going to be the first director of the Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is ARPA, uh, which comes off of, she was at DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, Biological Technologies Office, and the Intelligence Advanced Research Projects uh, Activity. And that goes along with BARTA, Biotechnology Advanced Research Project Agency. So that's the new cartel. The government cartel with the AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer have overtaken the Sinaloa cartel, um, the La Familia cartel, all those cartels. It's all government cartels, DARPA, BARTA, and now ARPA. Uh, And uh, this is just the government going to use bioweaponry against us all the time in everything, uh, in the cattle, in the, uh, in the uh, lettuce, everything. And they're going to continue to burn down uh, processing facilities and farms and take all that over. And so the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agencies, DARPA, is working on uh, something called uh, Moana, which is not the Disney movie. It's Magnetic Optical Acoustic Neural Access Uh, And this is a way that they can use genetic engineering to express an ion channel, which I think is due, directed energy weapons, uh, in flies' neuronal cells. It is activated by heat, and they become heated when a magnetic field is applied. Uh, uh, And by changing the magnet's field in a specified way, they can heat the nanoparticles and activate different areas of the brain. And so they can begin to control flies this way, and they intend to control everybody and everything in this way. And so DARPA brought about the Total Information Awareness Program that came after 9-11. That's what the DOD policy is, is everything is going to be tied in. It'll never work. Uh, But of course, this is the uh, global cabal's uh, deep states uh, Schwab uh, plan. And hydrogel is another DARPA invention, which involves nanotechnology and nanobots. And this bioelectronic interface is part of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines delivery system. <clears throat> and they are developing a biochip de- developed by Profusa, similar to the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines that utilizes hydrogel. And my guest will probably talk about hydrogel as well, because he's he's all over that. Um, and uh, This is a way to measure early signs of influenza via uh, biosensor technology. But of course, we know this is really a way to control everyone through biology, through health. And this goes back to Obama establishing his his, um, medical uh, core. In 2021, DARPA funded Rice University's Moana project, which is creating a dual function wireless headset that can read and write brain activity. Uh, And so this is where all this is headed. This is truly, literally brain uh, washing. Uh, DARPA has ties to the WEF, the World Economic Forum. uh, And uh, this is mind control using sound waves uh, and using non-invasive neuromodulation. And uh, uh, one of the scientists says, I can see a day coming where a scientist will be able to control what a person sees in their mind's eye by sending the right wave to the right place in the brain. This is already happening, uh, I think, with the FBI, CIA's, Deep State's uh, SSRI AI gaming program that uh, creates these tranny killers. Uh, and I think they're just going to make it larger, just like uh, Ultra was the CIA's program uh, at Harvard 
that created uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, and then the FBI went off the, off the wrong guy. It's a, that's a classic way of showing uh, what all of this uh, looks like. And of course, um, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum talks openly about transhumanism and the, as the Great Reset, and his prophet, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari, uh, talks about this by hacking or- organisms, elites can gain power to re-engineer the future itself. And of course, I've done some sermons uh, talking about how this is as in the days of Noah, which is what um, Yeshua said when he was asked about this through genetic manipulation and even recommended some books uh, on this to read. Uh, but the uh, enemies who have been aligned against us together are now starting to fight. So the Republic has fallen. Uh, the Republic's carcass is being consumed. We're being pillaged and plundered and raped uh, by cartel members uh, daily, uh, by the deep state, by the Biden family, the Clinton family, all of the, all of the rich elite are feeding on the carcass uh, of the Republic. But they're starting to fight amongst themselves. They are starting to screw tip each other. So remember I talked about how Xi met with Putin and because he was compromising, somebody actually went and one of the team leaders went and watched the Mag 7 and loved it because there's so many great lines uh, in there. You know, Eli Wallach, I leave it to you. If God didn't want them sheared, would he have made him sheep? And of course they've asked uh, the gunfighters for help. And so uh, Brenner says, move on. And too cool for school, Steve McQueen says, we deal in lead. So uh, great movie, old movie. Um, but um, Xi also said from that meeting with Putin that they should develop a regional alliance to thwart color revolutions. Well, the color revolution is exactly what the CIA deep state did in Ukraine and exactly what they are trying to do in America. So that's very interesting because now Xi is aligning with Putin. They don't say that, but that's my conclusion because Putin... Putin's third generation warfare is winning in Ukraine. And that's why they're moving the biolabs out of Ukraine. They're moving into uh, Indonesia. Remember, I talked about that uh, in detail where Pelosi stopped over. It wasn't about Taiwan. That was a dangle. It was really about Indonesia. Uh, And so because Putin is doing so well and the economy is doing so well, because it's got gold, oil, gas, um, uh, Xi is aligning and saying, yeah, we should, we should, uh, get rid of these color revolutions, which means we should go against the CIA, the deep state, because the the whole thing, Victoria Newland, the CIA, the clowns, uh, they put Zelensky, the tranny uh, in there. Remember, he's in his high heels and his latex, uh, very much like uh, Biden there. So this is good because uh, we have more enemies of our enemies, more allies. And Soros is worried about this too. Soros has said, I'm worried about this Xi-Putin partnership. Uh, they could destroy our civilization, which is funny because he's all about destroying our civilization and uh, replacing it uh, with his. Uh, but this is good because, again, the enemy of my enemy is my ally. Putin's not a guy, guy, but he is our ally because he's fighting the deep state. And now Xi looks like he's playing both sides. And that's fine for Xi because if Xi can defeat the United States, which a CCP general said, in 2020, we beat the United States, and they've got to take on the other superpower, former superpower, Soviet Union, Russia, by uh, fighting with each, each other. That's fine. But it looks like Putin is doing so well that he's going to align with him against the United States because the United States has always been so powerful. So that's 
Um, really good news and really important uh, to understand. But Schwab will fail and we will see civil wars because these elitists are unrealistic. Schwab thinks uh, that humanity is just an ant farm he can watch and control on his desk. And that is not the case. Uh, and I'm quoting from a Bidenomics vilification article of Armstrong Economics saying the Protestant Reformation was funded by rich businessmen who just wanted bank to get into banking. Uh, but the sin of usury barred Christians from profiting by lending to people. The Arabs also prohibited usury. So the Protestant Reformation was funded to allow Christians to become bankers. And that's where historians dry the lawn between the rebirth of capitalism out of the dark ages. Of course, it, banking starts with the Templars, but on Friday the 13th, the Templars are wiped out. But again, this is pre-Talmud. I'm always advocating American exceptionalism through pre-Talmudic Judaism, not Zionism. There's a difference pre-Nicene Creed Christianity, no political oaths, and pre-reservation native warrior ways, in particular, Ten Commandments, Two Christic Commandments, which are really out of the um, uh, Torah, uh, and the Two Native Commandments, which is nothing must ever be done to harm the children, and everything is born of woman. So uh, the uh, enemies are fighting against themselves, and they're also aligning against each other. That is good news for us. And at some point, there'll be some kind of event uh, where the power goes out or something, and that will be where everything uh, changes uh, and falls. It will happen uh, quickly. Uh, But the Justice Department just filed a motion to remove a phony document from uh, the Mar-a-Lago docket, docket entry 128, which purports to be a motion by the United States uh, to intervene in instant matter uh, and it was saying that um, Trump had uh, uh, millions of uh, transactions uh, of Americans, and it turned out to be not true. It turned out to be a pleading that somebody from jail had put in, and so in North in a North Carolina jail. And so they're removing it. So the question, though, is what else is phony on that Mar-a-Lago uh, docket? Because they put it up there without checking it. That their corruption makes them incompetent. Um, and so to, uh, talk about that is my, uh, great guest, the great, uh, George Webb, who is on top of all of this and much more. Welcome back, George. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for, uh, coming on. Um, and I, we got a lot to talk about because you are so much, uh, far ahead of everybody else, at least a year on all this. Uh, and so I hope you heard what I said about the, the phony docket, um, and they just caught that. So that begs the question of what else is phony? We've already been talking about how the uh, cover sheets uh, are phony. Uh, mm-hmm. But please, before we move on to other stuff, bring us up to date on on all of that, on the, uh, the Trump uh, lawyer looks like a setup and the Trump uh, special master looks like a setup and everything else. Sure. Uh, so I was down there about three weeks when all the action was happening. And so kind of back here... Uh, writing books and doing stuff uh, when when we're not in court. Uh, but the uh, what the judge allowed, the first judge, which was the magistrate judge, the lower level guy named uh, Reinhardt, he was allowing people to intervene. Um, and, you know, anybody can intervene. Uh, Patrick Berge sent in a thing. Um, you know, everybody who wants to make an opinion can intervene if the judge allows it. The judge can also say, I don't want any interveners. But since they were allowing six different uh, New York Times and CNN and Wall Street Journal and all these 
other folks to intervene. Everybody else kind of jumped on the bandwagon. And they should have shut that down after the first hearing. Uh, but they left it open. And as you mentioned, this person produced falsified information uh, from prison um, and saying, you know, this is Trump's tax information, uh, which was a hoax. Um, and I think now what they'll do is shut down any interveners and they'll have to go through, you know, the clerk of the court like they should. Um, I have a case where I had a whole bunch of trouble caused by an intervener. And then my new case where we refiled the first thing the judge said is no intervener. So I think they can clean that up. Um, going to the uh, Judge Deary, which is the special master, uh, there's a strong argument that said uh, you're an ex-anti-terrorism guy or you're always an anti-terrorism guy, I should say. The blind master, uh, his lawyer was raided. Her name was Lynn Stewart. And they actually got a special master because they privileged attorney-client privilege information. So even the blind sheik who engineered the 93 bombing and maybe the 2001 planned bio 911 uh, got a special master. So Trump got one. And the one he got was a 78-year-old uh, lawyer, a judge uh, in New York that uh, has had long history with FOIA, excuse me, uh, Freedom, FISA, 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 excuse me, FISA, and uh, he did the two Carter Page FISAs. So it could be that he's pissed because Kevin Kleinsmith, as you know, falsified the affidavit. Danchenko falsified the affidavit. So this judge could be pissed that he is he was lied to twice for two two FISAs. Or it could be the other thing is, oh well, this is just a deep state guy. He gave a two Carter Page FISAs. He's just going to rubber stamp it. So we really don't know. He has till November 30th to go through all the documents uh, and then come back with um, with an answer. But uh, the special master has already asked Trump, what did you declassify and what didn't you declassify when you brought it to Mar-a-Lago? And the Trump defense said, well, we don't have to answer that yet uh, because that's a part of our criminal defense. So that's where we are. That's the last thing that I remember happening. And what about the uh, Trump attorney? Um, uh, is it Alina Haba? Is that is that yeah, right? That's an that's an interesting twist. Alina Haba, uh, just think of the um, group in the seventies, or I guess it was the eighties. Haba, uh, that's how her name is spelled with an H in front of it. Um, she's uh, was put in late as a substitute for this guy named Kazowitz who uh, you know a lot of Trump's lawyers they say it like you know Michael Cohen or or somebody else, they make it sound like this guy is traveling with him like a secret service guy. There are certain lawyers for certain corporations that do certain things like real estate deals. Michael Cohen was that uh, for New York real estate. This Kazowitz guy was for Miami real estate. So, but he had this guy named Kolomoisky, which is this Ukrainian billionaire that's getting all the money that we're sending over for the war. And he has this Azov brigade, that guy's lawyer, believe it or not, Harry, the Greek is right was actually he actually did put a lawyer into the trump campaign and her name is alina haba so there uh, trump may have found this out that she was leaking information she said she was the last person to touch the document she said she was in trump's desk without uh, his knowledge and went without him being there uh so there's a lot of self-incriminating things she's already said and i think trump is going to probably uh, after the election, maybe move her off the team because she's definitely uh, a leak, I think. So does that help? Because she says, yeah, I was rifling through the desk. Uh, that could help, right? 
Well, yeah, it's the hardest crime to prove is one where the person admits they did it and then you just have to prove intent. You know, it's, a, it's really difficult to reach into somebody's brain. But she also is going back and forth to Trump's other office, which was the Bedminster office at the golf course in Bedminster. So she's in both places. She had her car conveniently broken into uh, with critical documents. So it's one of these kind of I, I left my classified documents accidentally in my car and then it got broken into sort of like she's feeding a, a dead drop, you know, to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but the chain of custody of this whole thing just looks like a disaster because first it comes from the archives. That's the government. They, they ship it there. Uh, he says everything's declassified. Then the, the FBI team comes in ahead of time with their phones from what I've heard, just like the seventh floor guys, have their phones inside the skip that breaks chain of custody. Uh, then they're rifling through uh, uh, Melania's clothes and stuff. So is that it could be taken DNA uh, samples to put anywhere as well there. And now you've got this attorney through Kolomoisky who says, yeah, I was going through the desk. I don't see any chain of custody here. I mean, I handled a lot of drug and non-drug evidence in my time, you know, quarter million dollars, uh, you know, hundred kilos of cocaine, and you got to be careful about all that stuff. This, yeah. this looks like a disaster. Yeah, I think you're right, and the leaks in this case uh, are really bad as well. There's really uh, we had leaks in the two Trump impeachments. We had leaks in the Mueller report. We had leaks in Crossfire Hurricane. We had leaks with the uh, uh, the dossier, but this beats them all as far as leaks, and it's supposed to be one of the most secure. Uh, because it's a very small group of people running it. And that's the thing that the second judge, the woman, Cannon, who's from Florida, didn't like. And that's why she did appoint the special master. So maybe there's a little bit of objectivity coming into this thing. But yeah, you're right. Um, the the DNA tracing, uh, it actually, you hit on something that makes a lot of sense. This is how the FBI does see if you have a go-between, is they'll trace the DNA and they keep tracing it until they get to... Uh, you know, run it to ground if it's a Soviet agent or something like that, or if it just ends. That could be the same reason they went through Barron's room. Uh, if you're using your wife yeah, as a career, I was thinking that too. Thinking that too. But, but the other thing then is a couple of years back, big scandal in the FBI lab because the FBI is always talking about their lab and how great their lab is. Big FBI DNA scandal that was all wrong. Uh, you know, that came out too, but of course, the, you know. They, there's nobody checking on them. But again, that just feeds into even more problems with chain of custody, as far as I can see. Yeah, Andy McCabe had his problems over there at the DNA lab going all the way back to 1995 with the uh, the tag ants, these little uh, identifying particles that are left with explosives with the Timothy McVeigh explosion, if you remember those all disappeared from the FBI lab, crime lab. So it's not good. It's, they're not making a great reputation for themselves right now. So uh, any any projections or assessments on on where this goes? Because obviously it's just to keep, uh, keep him from running again to tie it into, well, the insurrection thing is 14th Amendment, so he can't run. And that's fallen apart because there are no insurrection charges, except I think for the New Mexico official, some judge actually went with that, but that'll probably get reversed. Um, but any any projections or assessments of where this stuff is going? 
Yeah, I think they made the November 30th deadline to get this off the front burner. Uh, this was not going well from them, of the FBI, I mean, and the Democrats with Strzok, who was riding shotgun uh, at CNN every step of the way. This huge blowback on this. Uh, Trump filled stadium after stadium. Uh, Wilkes Bar, he filled it up. Youngstown, he filled it up. Um, so I, I don't think this is a, they decided this isn't a good election issue. And now they're trying to say that the folks who put up their, um, the, the, the finger pointing, you know, to the, to the Lord, uh, they're trying to say that's some kind of Nazi salute. You know, that's, they're trying to move, move back into that when they were, they were talking about a prayer. And then the guy asked, who is, where is your, you know, leader? And they pointed skyward. Well, I mean, for religious people, they are, you're going to do that. Um, but they took that photo totally out of context, and now that's their new thing. Well, my first, my first, ba- I have two bachelors from U of A, and the first one, is, second is political science, but the first one is Bachelor of Fine Arts, and uh, you see a lot of classical paintings <laughs> you know, pointing up to God. It's uh, they can bring out a lot of evidence from Michelangelo uh, on up. I think that's. I that's mean, that's be a- that's okay. scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean, yeah, if you think about it. I thought they were all saying, I'll never forget Joe Biden's, you know, Nazi speech. I think I thought that's what they were saying. But anyway, I, I thought they were going to tie a little string on their finger. I'm never going to forget. Never forget like Attica. Um, but wow. um, shifting gears on on the, uh, you know, going toward the election, I think they also want to get coronavirus off the board. So that magically went away uh, just because there was an executive order that said it's gone. And uh, I don't think it's going away. I think it's it's very much a part of people's thinking, like, what the hell is going to happen now? All these things are racing around my blood. Some people have had three or four boosters, so they're really asking a lot of questions, I think. I have friends who've got, you know, friends of friends who have gotten boosters. I tell them, don't. I've never gotten anything, never will. But they're dying. They're, you know, they're falling uh, unconscious on aircraft, um, which all fits. I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but I, I put out that um, the September 24th exercise in Kansas was canceled. Uh, and that's where they're trying to set up the new BSL-4 uh, lab from the Plum Island lab that they're taking over. And my assessment inte- of intelligence there is that they wanted to run that thing. And because everybody jumped on it, uh, including uh, me and Team America, that they had to cancel it, just like I have the intro where I talked about the FBI agents to stand up, and now there's 12 to 20 whistleblowers and one guy on the seventh floor coming out and saying, hey, I saw phones inside the skiff. Um, any any insight into the uh, the Kansas, Kansas City BSL-4 lab that's supposed to be set up so that we have Wuhan in Kansas? Yeah, I remember the Man- Manhattan, Kansas is the one, the BSL-4, that I was thinking that DHS was building uh, along with the Department of Agriculture and somebody else, I can't remember the, uh, but it was like a Fort Detrick. DHS. Yeah, DHS. You're okay. right. Yeah, uh, but the if they've delayed that, um, I think people are very concerned about nanoparticles uh, now. With they first got concerned with the vaccines with graphene, I think then they started getting concerned with nanoparticles maybe being the backbone of this vaccine, um, and what you know that was and not knowing all the components and now food um they're constricting the food supply so that we're going through fewer and fewer places sort of like what happened with 
the big box stores during the COVID lockdown with Home Depot. You remember you couldn't get Home Depot, you couldn't get the virus in Home Depot and you couldn't get it in Walmart and Target. Those are those three places the virus wouldn't go. And it seems and bars like- strip clubs. Could get it in churches. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Churches yeah. were really bad. We're very contagious. Yeah. But yeah, right. um, I think your analysis here is right on that, Jeff, is that hey, um, uh, people are concerned about their food supply now. All of a sudden, these are artificial uh, 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 constrictions, artificial choke points on the food, or on the gasoline, on, on uh, travel, etc. I think people have a right to ask, the, you know, ask these questions. So they don't want gas to be on the uh, agenda. They don't want food restrictions and shortages to be on the agenda. They don't want inflation to be on the agenda. They want the people pointing to their Lord and Savior to be on the agenda. So I don't know if that's a very good strategy or not, but we can we can talk about it. So you think that so you don't think they're going to try and do another pandemic before uh, elections? They're going to hold on that, or they're or they're going to try and do something so that they can try and do all the restrictions and keep the distancing again. I, I think it's too late, uh, but that's just my opinion. Um, I think it's too late to do kind of a Peter Strzok, you know, what happens if you get hit by a car before you're 40? What did he call it? Insurance policy. I think it's too late to do an insurance policy now, but I, oops, you know, I shouldn't have said it because maybe Strzok will try it again. Uh, but I think it, they're they're just going to go, hey, we're going to take our beating. I think there's going to be a little bit of a, of a swing to the a Republican uh, House and probably real close in the Senate. Um, and I think they want to put down the election deniers. You know, they want to say, oh, that was conspiracy theorists. And they got to, you know, let people win one in order to say that. Otherwise, it's, it is kind of like a dealer with a stacked deck. So I think, though, where people are, are right now is they see all these Klaus Schwab constrictions and artificial bottlenecks in their life. And now they're really wondering, where is this? Is this coming from one central place? Um, above Joe Biden, you know, I think that's, that's what's on my mind. I don't know what your folks are saying. So uh, at the beginning, I was talking about how Biden's putting in a former DARPA uh, head to run the new ARPA. uh, And I guess she skipped BARDA. uh, And then how DARPA is working on Moana, which is brain control, where you can influence people. And Schwab is, um, and Sora, well, Schwab mainly, um, is concerned about the Putin-G uh, alliance about countering color revolutions. Because from my point of view, Putin is negotiating uh, because, or rather, G is negotiating with Putin because Putin's doing so well economically uh, and kinetically and saying, hey, we should oppose these things. So it becomes Putin and G opposing CIA uh, color revolutions uh, in Ukraine. Uh, and other places. Uh, does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. And I think you, uh, I think that uh, China does tip the balance in Ukraine and it does make it a way more uh, volatile situation that could go out of control in a World War Three type situation. And um, the only angle I've got on this is um, uh, travelers from London that are Russian going to the place where Zelensky has his mansion in Western Italy, st- sort of straight west of Rome. It's called a place called Forte de Marmi. It's the fort of uh, marble. I guess that's where the emperors get all their marble. Uh, but 
that he has a, a, a mansion there. And then Oleg Deripaska, who's usually the go-between man and Rothschild agent kind of guy for Russia and Putin, he's the go-between to Putin. He's there now as well. And um, they just built this new place uh, there, this new massive resort that's only open to these folks coming in. I think there's peace negotiations going on. And I think they want to do a ceasefire before the election, not a total cessation of hostilities, but a long enough to get, you know, maybe some reconstruction money, the, a $350 billion check to the Rothschilds uh, to rebuild Ukraine. Of course, they're the ones who suffered, right? <laughs> In the war, they, they're going to, their guy Kolomoisky is going to get the check to rebuild Ukraine. I think with this new China thing that you're talking about, I think this is when now everybody has to say, let's simmer down here and let's get a peace, let's get a peace deal. A ceasefire or a peace deal? I think at least a ceasefire before the election. Um, I, the only thing you, you meant, you know, the only thing you don't get with a, with a ceasefire is the money. So you've got to call it a peace accord or something like that to get the cash to, for, to rebuild. Um, but if Russia okay. would go back to Donetsk, if there's an agreement to go to the Minsk agreement where they would let autonomy for Donetsk and Lugansk, and Crimea, um, they get the money. And I think they want the money. <laughs> well, I think they want the land. I think Monsanto uh, and the other GMO have already got lend lease land. And I think there was something on a Spanish channel talking about, um, I think uh, uh, Austin was meeting with Zelensky and talking about an even greater lend lease for the land, and I assume that would be then GMO produce through there. Have you, are you up on that? I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of biological labs there, and it does seem uh, Biden did sign an, um, an article, you know, a uh, executive order for cultured meat. It does seem like they want to take everything that's in our lives that's natural and move it over to patentable and then get rid of all the natural, say it's bad, say it's poisons, whatever, to get us paying dues on all their stuff. And it just seems like Ukraine is, like you mentioned, the breadbasket for half of, of Europe, uh, not just the cereals but uh, and the wheat, but uh, many, many uh, staples that Europe needs. I was talking about hydrogel uh, and smart dust at the beginning of the show. And you were talking about that like a year ago or two years ago. Um, and DARPA is working on that too. Does that fit into the uh, GMO cropped and, and soil and the, the fake meat and everything too? Well, I think hydrogel, or let's just call it uh, nanoparticles. Um, they've, they've been interesting again for a, for a different reason. Um, this is something that might be sprayed either. I don't think the chemtrails they would spray so that you could see. I think they would do that as the decoy and then spray something that you couldn't see, odorless, tasteless type of thing. But let's just say that those were nanoparticles that were going to go into your uh, lungs and sort of give you a QR code if you went through a scanner that you could, mine would be different than yours, you know, depending on just the, the randomness of the pattern of the, of the nanodots. This all has kind of uh, gotten new energy recently by a paper that came out by Peter McCullough, Dr. McCullough, I know uh, you've met, and I had a chance finally to interview him. And he's saying that 
um, the reaction that people had to the virus uh, is the natural virus had a whole bunch of different things happen in the human body than from the vaccine. And it's supposed to, the vaccine is supposed to prepare your body and be an analog to what you actually would have. And that paper uh, is on this topic of something called exosomes. And exosomes are this relatively recently discovered uh, chemical uh, little bubbles that exit the cell and do cell-to-cell communication. Uh, in 20 years ago, they didn't even know they had genetic information, RNA, until six or seven years ago. So this is very new. But then associating this with some kind of nanoparticle or pseudovirus that everybody breathed in uh, at the same time is is the interesting interesting thing here. You may have uh, heard the you know the thing about dogs smelling cancer. Um, they might be smelling the exosomes. They're actually exosomes in inhaled or exhaled breath. Uh, so it could be that it wasn't a virus that was contagious all along. We were just breathing these exosomes that were being distributed in the sky or through the food, or like you mentioned, through, through the water. How, well, there's reports of stuff with the water right now. How would the masks have fit into that to keep it rebreathing it? Because they've, of course, many studies now show the mask were stopped nothing, kept everything in. Uh, yeah, I think but- the masks didn't uh, work at all. I think it was just for social control and just to like the slaves in, you know, old Greece and Rome used to wear masks to, as a way of saying you, you don't get to speak. So I think that was just. Slaves in the South, too. Masks yeah, too. in the South, yeah. It's a very visible psyop. It's a very visible effective psyop. It's just like. Put your rifle over your head. Put your mask on. Now we can see if the psyop worked or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are only these uh, exosomes are only 100 nanometers. They're the same size as a virus. They're the same size as supposedly the uh, mRNA little bubbles. Um, so they're about the same size. They can get a little smaller than that. Um, not a lot is known, and there's a lot of research going on right now. And so I don't want to rule anybody out. That does seem to be, though, involved in some kind of immune response. And especially in the process of identification of new uh, things that may be in your body, a new pathogen of some type coming in your body. And the idea being here, you send out a Jeff Prather to jump out of a plane and then crawl on his elbows under the barbed wire. And he goes in there and he gets the to the headquarters of the terrorist, right? Well, what do you do? Uh, in the old days, you tie them up and zip tie them and put them on the helicopter. But now they fingerprint them, right? And then they send that back to the Pentagon. And now they're doing a whole bunch of things forensically that they didn't do before. And I don't want to pretend that I know more about this than Jeff Prather does because he did it and I didn't. <laughs> but that may be what this new exosome may be doing is taking a fingerprint. And this, this is why exosomes may be involved in cancer where the cells don't communicate properly to each other. And, and you think I should make a, a blood vessel and you then leave the part of the body where there should be the blood vessel. And then you go make a tumor over somewhere else in the liver or the kidney, or um, the, uh, when you get a new organ, get an organ transplant and you don't recognize the fingerprint, you see it as an invader or, or a, or a burglar, and then your body attacks it. So this is a new exciting area of medicine 
And the only reason I mention it is because Dr. Uh, McCullough has just said that this exosomes uh, are actually uh, taking the spike protein that's supposed to be making spikes and then putting it out into the blood so we can have antibodies. And they're being balled up in the, inside the cells and, and all your boosters aren't doing what they're supposed to. They're just balling up so that someday they're going to, you know, explode out and we're going to have this overwhelming cytokine storm uh, or some other type of unintended communications in the cells. So I don't know near enough about it. I'm just starting to research it now, but that's where kind of the research is right now. Wow, that's I have heard about the bubbles be, through my competitive intelligence in biotech working for the for the good guys, but that does make sense. Uh, because that because everybody who takes the jab and the boosters, their immune uh, system is less resilient every time. And like and like I said, an old friend who took three boosters, didn't listen, and then went up in altitude and passed out on an aircraft. You know that makes perfect sense. But the psycho uh, psycho storm is that the right word? I don't even think I the, oh, the, said the, that right. the cyber uh, the 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 cytokine storm. Yeah, um, I would just encourage anybody who's a whistleblower. I've I've met Jeff several times, and he has every possible cryptography. Uh, safeguard to your communication. And if you can, if you don't feel confident of sending an email or whatever, and you feel like you need to meet somewhere, he will meet you on an airport runway. <laughs> I met him in Wright Pat and I met him in Arizona and he will get you the information if you got the juice. So uh, I just, I would just say that if you're a whistleblower in this area and you know something we don't like a secret program to text, test exosomes and you really know what's going on. If you don't trust me, trust Jeff, you know, find him on an airport <laughs> runway. <laughs> just remember you well, out there on right pad and you look like you just jumped. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fun. Yeah. Back, back in the day. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to, uh, tell us about because you're always on the cutting edge of everything. Yeah, I, I try. Uh, oh, oh, I got a whole bunch of books um, I've written. Uh, they're actually rewrites of books I've already written, and uh, of course, they're out of my grasp right now. But uh, um, but I'll, give me a minute. I wrote. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's Citizen Journal is about a uh, a bunch of citizen journalists uh, that meet. Uh, and, and do news gathering events. And it's also about how to get your story out. If you're trying to do a Team America, let's say you're trying to do a Team America and you want to put out a video for Ohio, a Team Ohio wants to do something. This is how to tell your story by a Hollywood a creative consultant. That's Eddie Ads. Uh, is, you know him, Jeff. He's my co-author yeah. there. Yeah. And um, uh, this- really important. I think that you're doing force multiplication here. Hey, from a guy who's done it, here's how to do it. And don't yeah. be afraid to do it. And, and it is a, it is team. Amer- it is like team America. I think like that's team awesome. That's we've had 27 of these. We've had 27 of these meetings, these news gathering events or workshops. They've been as, as short as three day weekends. They've been as long as 18 day marathons. So, so that's Charette. the story. Charette. Charette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, the reason we had to do Charette is because our guy's a Hollywood guy, and he's the creativity guy. So he's doing them, and and they do Charettes in Hollywood. So anyway, 
Um, this one ah. is about a whistleblower uh, from the FBI. Her name is um, her name is Sabelle Edmonds. It's a Sabelle Edmonds story. She's an FBI whistleblower, the only person to ever win against the FBI and Supreme Court. They gagged her immediately. She then wrote a fictional book about what she wanted to say to get around the gag order. But she, she opposed vaccine badges in uh, Florida even before DeSantis came out against vaccine badges. And it's really the story of how one person can turn the governor because she had such a reputation. And then the governor becomes the bellwether for the country, which was really a good story. Um, I'm writing another book um, because I have a helper. <laughs> Eddie is my great co-author and he's putting all the table of contents and footnotes and back uh, the indexes. And so it really helps you speed up how fast you can write books and I can co- concentrate on content. This book is called tragedy and hope 101. And it's really, it's a, it's a great book. It's a 200 page book uh, that summarizes a 1400 page book. Um, and I am writing a quick 100 page book summary of both of those books along with how to bring it up to date. This, this is really uh, uh, a, a book about Rhodes. Remember Rhodes and Rockefeller and Rothschild and building the Suez Canal and getting South Africa and the diamond mines and all this sort of thing. And I update it and show how the same techniques that were being used back then to control things like putting in the Federal Reserve because Woodrow Wilson really didn't know finance um, is the same sort of thing they did on Trump because they didn't know anything about biology. And they had Alex Azar from Eli Lilly kind of write the warp speed and kind of slip the warp speed. So anyway, that's that book. It's called Less Tragedy, More Hope, but that's not out yet. And then the third book is called Rock Island Virus. It's about my uh, uh, a fourth book is Passed Away, a research partner who was an ex-cop in California who basically comes to Washington, D.C. to help me out because I didn't have any of the skills that you have, Jeff, of going in to find Kiki Camarena and all these drug lord guys. I was just a high tech guy and I had no training. And I tell you, having somebody like you and this gal, you know, come to Washington and show me how you guys do what you do was really a godsend. But she passed away in 2018 and that book's about her. So those are those are the four I got out there, right? Your task What's force? That? Task Force, yeah. Her name Task Force. Task Force. Jenny Moore was her real name and uh, when she was a cop. So, yeah. And that's really it. You've run the table on me, Jeff. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, everybody is always uh, very glad to hear from you. And I'm always uh, so impressed. And like I always say, there's going to be uh, a George Webb George Journalism Award uh, eventually, you know, <laughs> It takes a long time, but, you know, we will be vindicated for everything Absolutely. we're doing. And you, um, and Patrick, I've had Patrick uh, Bergie on the show, too. Yeah. Um, he's I had, guy. He had been up and he's like, no, I wasn't. I helped him. But I was like, well, I was. He was like, oh, yeah, really? Show me. I was showing him the coins and stuff for that. But, yeah. Uh, he's, well, he's a- you know, he, he really did it. He really was there. And he did blow the whistle on uh, Clearview and this facial recognition and this force multiplier. You talk about force multipliers, this earnest voice it's called or whatever it is, but it gives the information psyop guy of 10 personalities, 10 social media personalities to do force multiplication on his tweets and stuff. And they might even have an argument, two or three people attacking you, one person on your side and one person on the other. It's the same guy just trying to create. um, 
yeah, yeah. Th that's interesting because uh, I don't know. Have you seen uh, BioCondestin's uh, latest post where he's talking about the Pentagon has ordered a sweeping audit of clandestine information warfare after social media companies identified offline fake accounts being run by the U.S. military? Have yep. you seen that? That's exactly right. And I, uh, I saw and that so article. The, uh, yeah. the U.S. military engages in online psyops which of course is information influence operations. And Patrick's talked a lot about that and I've talked about that. Um, but his take on this is that the State Department and CIA are perturbed because the military is doing this as well. And with the military doing that, that brings attention to the state and CIA. You know, and like I'm always saying, it's kind of like DIA against um, CIA, it's DOD against DOJ in broad strokes. Um, but this just came out. Uh, and uh, so they are doing a audit of the DOD's PSYOP programs because they may not have a handle uh, on all that. Now, that kind of goes into the devolution stuff and um, the uh, Cash Patel stuff, which I'm kind of on the fence on. I, I'm not a, hey, sit back and watch the show and everything's fine. Um, but um, but this bioclandestine guy, I think he's the guy who broke the labs originally, the the biolabs in Ukraine, real sharp guy. And, and his final statement is, uh, so do we trust the State Department, CIA, and DNC and their media lapdogs uh, who've been lying for years about Trump, Russia, Mueller, Kavanaugh, Kids in Cages, Jesse Smollett, Rittenhouse, Summer of Love, Mostly Peaceful, Ghost of Kiev, Hunter Biden, Laptop, Disinformation, or do we trust Trump and the U.S. military, and he has in parentheses, Q, uh, who have been right about Trump, Russia, Ukraine, human trafficking, Epstein, uh, widespread elite pedophilia, which I didn't even get to today, FBI, DOJ, CIA, southern border, COVID-19. Um, because I'm not uh, all in on Q. I did out uh, Ezra Cohen-Watnick as the head of the Q team because I had intelligence that uh, Barr was going to indict him back then, which is why I outed him, but I'm not you know, deep into, into that. Uh, but any, any comments on, on the, the, uh, looks like there's an information PSYOP war between CIA and state and, uh, DOD and SOCOM. Well, they've talked about church hearings after the election. Rand Paul has, and there's, you know, the last church hearing, the only guy who got punished was Frank church, you know, he died, but, uh, so maybe they will. They're talking about Fauci hearings after the election. So, you know, these are election promises they make a lot and don't follow up on. But hopefully we can hold their feet to the fire. And actually, if we do have a Republican swing in the Congress, then we will actually be able to bring some of these people before Congress with the subpoenas. So let's just uh, get out and vote and um, volunteer uh, to be a ward chairman. I realize that it, a lot of people lost faith. You know, and I understand that, but I don't know how what else to do other than sit home um, and uh, just stay healthy. <laughs> Make sure there's no mail-in balloting. So that's that's all I got on that. Uh, you're the intelligence guy, so I'll I'll defer to you on uh, Cash Patel and all those guys, Watnick and all those guys. Well, cool. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on. So where where is the best place? I follow you on Twitter, but where's the best place to? To follow you, I think you're back on Yankee Tango, aren't you? Uh, uh, I'm on Yankee Tango, yeah, uh, with uh, yeah, 
uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is, is the one you. Um, yeah, I am uh, with Peter Duke. It's called the Duke Report, and I'm on George Web One, the number one. So it's real George Web One on Twitter. Just look for Jeff Prather, and that's way you know it's it's me. So okay, <laughs> thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Thank Keep you for everything you're work. doing. Do it for the country, Jeff. You're you're an amazing man. Thank you. Right back at you, brother. Right back at you. Thank you. Well, that's the great George Webb um, uh, with an update and uh, fascinating conversation, uh, as always. Uh, and uh, we got to cover a lot of ground and things really um, went right in there. So um, I've posted all of this stuff uh, on my patreon.com slash Jeffrey Prather and also on jeffreyprather.locals.com, the uh, BSL lab that they're going to take from Plum Island and they're going to put in Kansas uh, and that there was going to be uh, this um, exercise September 24th, but they canceled it probably due to Patriots and Team America uh, getting the word out in particular to America headquarters and uh, a, a team, team America teammate out there. Uh, kudos for uh, doing that. And the Pentagon has uh, ordered this audit of clandestine information warfare uh, which brings attention, of course, to the uh, psyops that uh, the deep state is doing. And that's something I haven't even gotten to today, and I don't think I can even uh, get to that. Um, I guess I could try uh, briefly here, but there is a uh, huge uh, nexus uh, between uh, – let me see if I can uh, – I really want to – delve into this uh, more deeply, um, uh, but between uh, Twitter and uh, Charlie19 uh, and the DOJ uh, and uh, the Obama White House, James Baker, um, and the Wilson, Sonsini, Goodrich, and Rosati International uh, Law Firm, and how they are controlling all of these things uh, which is really the fifth generation uh, war that is going uh, on. And Twitter as the gatekeeper of public information, aligning with a strict political agenda. Of course, they had to get rid of Trump um, because they because he had turned the Claymore so, so, so well on them. And this law firm is representing Twitter and all of its corporate disclosures. Uh, so I will do a deeper dive uh, on that uh, as well. But um, to wrap up, there was a, a lot of stuff happening in Arizona. I'm not going to talk about all of that tip of the spear. You know, that was fast and furious. That's the illegals coming across. Uh, all started there, but there's now a conservative Republican senator, uh, Senator David Farnsworth, uh, Republican from Mesa, who's filed a report with the Arizona Department of Public Safety accusing um, another senator, Kate Brophy McGee of uh of threatening him if he didn't stop investigating uh, child protective services uh, in Arizona. And of course, child protective services, as Harry the Greek has talked about, uh, and the FBI in Ohio and across the country uh, have run a lot of children. Again, that's the dark economy of the deep state uh, is human beings, uh, weapons uh, and drugs. Although that is changing uh, into information as well. But if you have listened to uh, the great 
uh, interview here with George Webb, uh, the information is encoded in the person. So we now have drugged, weaponized uh, human beings with information inside them. Uh, that's that's kind of the new product that I'm going to have to add to my dark economy, deep state um, cabal uh, way of looking at that. And that goes into all of the uh, the uh, pedocracy of the politicians in America of how they are using children for all of this. Uh, and of course, that is terrible. This goes way beyond just killing the unborn babies uh, and making uh, products out of their uh, little corpses, uh, but actually uh, beginning to control them in the womb or right after they are born. That's what the jabs are all about there through the um, smart dust uh, uh, or the hydrogel. I'm not up on George Webb's uh, new terms on that. But uh, again, it's good news because it looks like the pandemic, the Wuhan in Kansas uh, has been canceled or at least postponed because of good patriotic and Team America work. Looks like uh, that Putin um, the G has negotiated with Putin and agrees to stop color revolutions, which really means uh, go against the clowns in action, the CIA. Um, this was also at the funeral, uh, the Queen's funeral. I don't spend a lot of time on the Queen. Queen did play Star Spangled Bat after 9-11. Great, but she's still the Queen, not interested uh, in uh, earthly uh, nobility. Um, uh, but, you know, Biden arrives late, gets stuck in traffic in the beast. Uh, and has to wait because the uh, Victoria Cross, which is their Medal of Honor, guys uh, come in first. So he has to stand out in the back. And then he's seated way in the back uh, because he has no standing or they know it's the double and not uh, the guy. Or he's just you know, standing very, very different than uh, with President Trump. Uh, so all these are good signs. Uh, again, you know, George said, hey, you know, vote in person. Uh, and uh, very complimentary uh, of me. But again, it's building the resistance uh, against this deep state, uh, this uh, fake government, fake president that is pillaging and plundering and raping America and, and feeding off the corpse of our fallen uh, republic. Uh, get your kids out of pedo public school with tranny teachers. There's the uh, Toronto uh, tranny shemale with the giant breasts and shop. Uh, that they're going to defend. It's just absurd. They they have no authority left. They are ridiculous. Uh, so mock them, but don't participate uh, with them uh, at all on anything. They are evil and, and just shake the dust uh, of them off of your life completely. Uh, they only have death. So uh, I really enjoyed talking to George as I uh, always did, does do. <laughs> and uh, I will get uh, Dr. McCullough on here. He and I had a great discussion at the pit, really talking about spirituality. Maybe I'll try and get him on um, Thursday. I uh, was also going to talk about uh, Jeff Brain's new uh, Live Freely thing, but we'll get that uh, soon. But fear not. God bless. Keep the faith and hold fast. We are winning. We will win this. This is what winning looks like. But remember, freedom is never given. It is earned, won, fought for, and taken. So take it.